0: Hello and welcome to Joy This Moment. I'm your coach, Mebi Ahmed, here to open hearts and transform minds so you can live your life to the fullest, live your best life and live in that state of joy. So, let's dive in and joy this moment together. Hello and welcome to episode two of Joy This Moment. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate everyone who takes the time to tune in to my mindset transformation journey and I really, really hope these insights give you a starting point to try and bring that sense of curiosity to your everyday, Because... I passionately believe that we need to break out of our robotness and embrace our inner uniqueness and one way of doing that is really challenging everything around you, which we're pretty good at doing that and we're, we are cynical here and there, um, but what about challenging your own beliefs? Your own bullshit? What sorts of things that are you believing that's holding you back from that life of success and that success that you truly want? So for example, let's talk about love and relationships. One of my beliefs was that I can either be a career woman or a family woman. I have I had this either or or mentality and I'm gonna um, share how I dissected this with you um, because then you'll see it's all all beliefs are a level of bullshit to it to an extent and that depends on whether the beliefs are serving you to help you get the life that you want and these are underlying beliefs deep beliefs that are buried in your subconscious because 5% our brain is um, the conscious mind and 95% of it is subconscious. So as I'm talking to you right now, I am speaking to you from my conscious brain. But what is going on behind the scenes? That's what we want to know, because what's going on behind the scenes, that 95% of our brain, which is is the subconscious, that is where all the fun and drama is happening. So if you want to know why you are the way you are, or if there is something you want to achieve in life, and you are not able to get there. There is a there's some sort of limiting belief about that particular thing that you're trying to achieve. So for me, I knew sort of deep down that I did want loving and fulfilling relationships with um, my friends, my family, and I, I want that close-knit circle and I want that emotional connection but the deep belief that I had buried down was I can either be a well a well one of these was I can either be a, a career woman or family woman and that's because I can't have both it sounds so bizarre but the reason I thought I couldn't have both the reason I thought I couldn't have both is because I saw um, women around me, my, my mother, my aunt, my grandma. Um, and these are, the, these are the stories I grew up with, by the way. Um, so, And the, the stories I grew up with and the observations I had as a child. So what I noticed was these women kind of gave up their careers for their family life. So I thought it wasn't either or all. And it sounds really dumb because of course you can have both. Of course you can have both. But that's what I observed as a child. And I still carry that with me to this day. And consciously, it sounds really dumb. But subconsciously, this was so buried deep. I had no idea that that belief was affecting the way I was approaching life itself. So I would choose career over family because I was like, I need, I love um, sharing value. I love contributing to the world. So in my head, if I get married and I have a family, I cannot contribute to the world. It was a this or that paradigm. Not a this and, so what I have to what I had to do was shift that perception. But again, that that came from the the, the awareness of it. I was like, well, why can't I have both? Why can't I have? Both? I really really planted that thought and then dive deeper through breath work and meditation to then slowly come to that answer. That okay, I believe this because of the bullshit belief I picked up in my childhood because here is the really interesting thing because then I thought okay well why did I pick up this belief in childhood and turns out uh, that between the ages of two and eight years old approximately ch- um, children are naturally producing a higher level of th- theta and beta waves Theta and beta waves um, are the waves that are used in hypnosis so kids between the ages of two and eight are in a natural state of hypnosis. We are at that age um like little sponges and we are absorbing all of these different kinds of beliefs. Now, this is a belief that I had that links to love, belonging and, and career. But there's so many other things that we're absorbing. We're absorbing... um beliefs and stories about money about career about society about culture about religion uh, you name it everything because we are like uh hypnotized sponges in our close environment so whatever our um close family friends and parents like whatever they are saying we are absorbing (laughs) um and it's like, for better or for worse, because th- there can be so many good values we are absorbing, right? It's not all bad, right? It's not like we're constantly absorbing crap, but it's just that's the age of learning without questioning and challenging. So we take those beliefs and stories around us quite dearly, we absorb them, and we transition into adulthood But then we're like, okay, I want to change an aspect of my life. Why can't I do it? It's because it's something you picked up in childhood that relates to what you want to do. So as an adult, we have a choice to change our lives for the better. So go ahead and change it. You can transform your mind and wire yourself for success and why yourself for joy, and why yourself for happiness. Because joy, success, and happiness, these are states of mind. To reach that level of joy and happiness, that's something I'll touch on later, that's linked to um, spirituality and your soul purpose and ego and soul awareness. That is all later to come. We're going to take a further deep dive into that. But I just wanted to share... One story I had about love, longing, and career, and as I unravel more and more my, my own beliefs, I will be sharing them as I go along. But this process is similar. Like I take yoga, um, breath work, meditation to take that deep dive. I plant questions. I spend a lot of time in silence because here's the wonderful thing: in silence come the answers. So if you have a really busy life, if you th- thrive on being busy, you're not going to find the time to actually take that deep dive into your mind. And interesting uh, thing I realized is our need to be busy, our need to be constantly busy all the time can can often be a trauma response, right? It can often be a trauma response to what we would have had to feel if we were forced to slow down so interestingly COVID-19 pandemic we're all kind of locked in and suddenly we have so much time to ourselves so it's no wonder um, people were getting so bored and losing their mind and getting frustrated and feeling like oh I don't have enough things to do it's because in a way we were being asked to slow down in fact I I mean that's what I saw I saw this as an opportunity to slow down and take that deep dive and interestingly this is something that I'd kind of started around like October November 2019 because that is when I just had enough I was in um, a toxic workplace I was just wherever every corner that I was turning I was finding lots of negativity and toxicity and I was like drowning in a toxic soup now I, uh, I still had and there, uh, let me replace there were still some really really good people around me uh, that were there and willing to help and they were they were and they still are uh, my likeness but overall my my situation was quite frustrating and dire because I was in Bosnia a country I deeply love and care for and I thought I was doing the dream job and it wasn't the dream job or it was like on a pathway to do the dream job and I was just getting really really frustrated with my situation because I worked hard to get there and it just didn't turn out uh, the way I wanted to be and I was really rather than accepting the situation I was in such denial of it so that was the start of the suffering um, but again I was I was also in that victim state of mind and I was just frustrated oh, why is all this stuff happening to me I'm such a good person why are bad things happening to good good people and I just had enough I was like you know what I am exhausted I am tired I I just just felt that was the moment I just had to change my life. Something had to change and it wasn't the environment. I knew I had to do deep dive changing work within. I had to really shift my perception. So that's really when I started low key diving into mindset transformation work. But it really got accelerated with the pandemic. Because then I became aware of different coaching methodologies and therapies and other tools that I can use to help myself and I remember the two key moments where I became so consciously aware of holy freaking shit this is what I need to do to dive further into my subconscious mind so moment number one was in March I was taking part in this, I think it was like a 20 or 21 day meditation challenge with Jay Shah. Uh, he absolutely love um, his mission to make wisdom viral. Um, so do go check him out. And he was doing this um, live meditations, just like 15, 20 minutes every day for 20, 21 days. And we got to try different kinds of meditations. Uh, that, that's what I loved about it because the meditation isn't just one um, particular type there are hundreds of different types there's meditations for diving into your past diving into your future um, healing um, meditations emotional release um, energy gain like there's all sorts you name it there for every need there is a meditation that goes along with it similar for breathwork by the way for every need there is a breathwork practice that can go and support it so for, um, so this particular meditation was this um, inner child um, back in time meditation. And I clearly remember uh, following this guided meditation and asking myself this question. So, in this meditation, we dive um, deep into a childhood, and it was like your junior self giving advice to your current adult self so the question my junior self asked to me was what happened to your confidence and the minute that question came to mind the floodgates had opened i was crying because i was like oh my gosh my junior self was one of my most Confident and empowered, and bad ourselves, and I haven't been feeling like that for about three or four years of my life. So, when my genius self asked me that question, I was like, "Yeah, I I don't know," but I was determined to find out. I was like, "Okay, what happened? What?" other things that happened in the last three four years that have really affected my confidence to the to the soul level like I'm, I'm just not feeling myself so when I asked that question the answer started slow, slowly coming in and the reason I lost my confidence is because I wasn't being myself I was trying to be someone else <laughs> it sounds so simple when you put it that way. It wasn't me myself, I was trying to be someone else. I was trying to be the person that I thought my family wanted me to be um and at the end of the day, your family do want you to be happy like at the end of the day they care they they love you they support you they they want you to be happy, but it's just what I thought they really wanted me to do was to. Uh, go back to university, graduate, get a job, get married, like that traditional pathway. And um, in 2014, I had broken off that traditional pathway because I had dropped out of my second degree and I was doing a lot of volunteer work um, with one of the leading youth development organisations and I did an internship with them and then got my dream job to support young people, empower them with... um, tools for success so interesting that I've <laughs> now becoming a coach it's kind of what I was I was meant to do but I was doing that through uh, a youth voice coordinator role and organizing skills residentials and really like being in that state of joy like I was giving so much value now here's the thing I wasn't earning a lot because that point it, for me the money wasn't that important it was about giving value and okay I was getting money in exchange for it but for me it was about giving value and contributing and contributing to others personal growth and development and nothing would bring me more joy when um one of my um uh, gosh so forgetting the word mentees (laughs) one of my mentees on the youth board would turn around to me and say Thank you so much for helping me with that activity. I've um, I've actually found a newfound confidence. Nothing would give me more happiness than seeing people break out of their shell and I supported them along the way. Because once you know how to break out of your shell once, that's a tool for life. You then know what to do to become confident again because you've gone through that process of learning how to be confident. Um. So yeah, I, I, I love, love, inspiring others to be better versions and better versions of themselves. So that job was hitting so many key notes of who I am as a person, and it's when that job was kind of drawing to a close because I was just on a contract, it was being extended here and there, and it, and I knew it was sort of finishing around April twenty fifteen. No, not April 2015, uh, April 2016, um, I was like, okay, what do I do next? Now, as I was looking for other bits of work that were similar, they all required a degree because turns out I got a graduate level job without having a degree. Two-time university dropout gets a graduate level job without having a degree. Freaking amazing. So many people told me that couldn't be done. I went there and did it. So... In my head, because I had it, oh, this is something that really can't be done, I saw it as a rare opportunity. I didn't believe it was possible for me to find another job like that. So I didn't, because that was the underlying subconscious belief, that was a core belief, I didn't actually even try that hard or try at all looking for a similar job. I just accepted it couldn't be done. At the same time, I also discovered a course that I wanted to do and uh, because I was working in personal development and youth development, I discovered international development. I was like, wouldn't it be great if I could do like some sort of this kind of similar development work and travel at the same time? So I literally googled the words international development. No idea a degree like that existed. Did that degree and flourished at it because I graduated with the first class and so then I knew, okay, this is clearly what i meant to do. But throughout the three years of my course, what I was struggling was trying to figure out what job I wanted to do. And no job seemed to really excite me. For a moment, I thought, oh, I might go down civil service and do a lot of uh, government-related work. But then something about that didn't appeal. It was just the, that structure, there were, the structure, the 95 that didn't appeal. But I didn't realise that was something that didn't appeal to me at at all like I don't want to do 95 I just thought it was just that particular job and area so I kept looking for other areas and then I stumbled upon peace building because I was uh, doing this um, 14 day journey was it 14 21 days gosh my memory is starting <laughs> to fail it was um no it was three weeks I was traveling through Scandinavia and the Balkans and Bosnia was the last stop and I just got really really fascinated by peace building work in Bosnia because I was like this is a um, conflict that happened in the early 90s it happened when I was born and you know I'm in Dubai living a, um, a really good life and I'm safe and I'm well and there's people my age who are born in conflict and um, they, they were born in underground bunkers and they hadn't seen like, you know, some of the stories I was hearing again, not um, seen daylight for like three years. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. So I got really fascinated by how a country with three different ethnic and religious um, uh, areas. So yeah, a country that's li- been living in harmony for so long, suddenly, just starts getting divided over the aspects that united it. So that that question to me was fascinating. So I took a deep dive into that, and then I thought, okay, I'm interested in world peace building, and then realised, mm, okay, world peace building can't really happen until we have done some inner work and inner peace building. So then I really, really brought it back to the individual level, and here I am but the job i was doing out in bosnia that was again taking all of the things i really wanted to do which was empowering young people to be peace builders so newfound area plus something that i've done before help young people so it was it was the perfect bridge and i was struggling to find other things like that job because again i believed That was the only (laughs) job I could find and I believed it was so rare and because I believed it was so rare I didn't even bother looking for other organizations that were doing similar work. So I hope you realize that how our own beliefs about a particular um, job, society, culture, like how our beliefs when we are so fixated on our beliefs We really can't see things clearly. And it only happens when you take a step back and question, well, why is it that I believe what I believe? What is the evidence I have for it? Can I find alternative evidence for it? And the only way you do that is by taking that step back, by giving yourself moments of space, moments of solitude and breathwork and meditation are great ways of doing that, especially when you don't feel like you have much time in the day. So I really encourage you all to look into meditation, breathwork, and um, also stay tuned because that's just giving me an idea. As a yoga teacher, I can actually lead guided meditations and breathwork, so maybe this might be some sort of meditation, breathwork series that I put together. So stay, stay tuned for that. much for listening let me know if any of this resonates with you and if you're having any aha moments as we go along I'd love to hear um, your thoughts so feel free, free to share and connect with me on Instagram at Mevs Moments, and feel free to email me at mevsmoments at gbel.com as well I'll put these links in the caption so they're all there for you Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.